welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Stephen Einstein, and thank you all for joining me again today as we do the daily reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. And um, really, really excited to see this one. Um, looking forward to reading this one today because um, the, the last couple have been about, really about freedom, really about peace, really about uh um, justice and owning our own sufferings and our own freedoms and pursuing truth and things like that. It was, it's, uh, it's been a great, great, uh, last couple of days. And, uh, so let's see what the 23rd brings us. This will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning you'll get my genuine response, reaction, observations, and what I relate to about the reading because this will be the first time reading it on this podcast. So um, here we go. March 23rd of James Allen's Daily Meditations. Joy is to the sinless. The wise man knows. For him, anxiety, fear, disappointment, and unrest have ceased. And under whatever condition or circumstances he may be placed, calmness will not be broken, and he will bend and adjust everything with capacity and wisdom. Nothing will cause him grief. When friends yield up the body of flesh, he knows that they still are and does not sorrow over the shell they have discarded. None can injure him, for he has identified himself with that which is unaffected by change. The knowledge which brings peace, then, is the knowledge of unchangeable principles arrived at by the practice of pure goodness, righteousness, becoming one with a man becomes immortal, immortal unchangeable, indestructible let me read that all again uh that last that line the knowledge which brings peace then is the knowledge of unchangeable principles arrived at by the practice of pure goodness right goodness righteousness becoming one with which a man becomes immortal unchangeable indestructible peace is to the pure strength that's in this one so good it's a very it's a it's a fantastic reading i always say fantastic mm. but it really is it really just stands out with its strength and its um steadfastness really because when we look at this and i, I when i was reading one part in the middle there it talks about the body of flesh I, it, it threw me for a loop and then i realized what it was actually talking about, knowing that um, a person still exists, um, you know, in a person, physical body passing away, things like that. And I thought that was that was incredible. So um, the way he phrased that and presented it, uh, it was really great. So um, 
let's go ahead and go back through this one. That's uh, because, I mean, just what it opens with is a very impactful statement uh, in and of itself. Joy is to the sinless. I mean, right there. That's, that's big stuff. Very big stuff right there. Joy is to the sinless. You know, when you have um, renounced that, we talked about renunciation, you know, like like letting our sins go. We talked about um, disassociating from our sins, understanding that they are shortcomings, or understanding that they're sins, understanding that they're um, uh, selfish passions, right? When we understand that, and we separate from them, trying and make a conscious effort to do differently, right? We do the work, we do the the actual um, stopping of the behavior to be able to see the thoughts and then changing the thoughts, you know, and being able to purify our own hearts, purify our thoughts, purify our actions, right? We do, this is a process that we practice, right? When we get through that and we continue to process and work through this stuff, you know, we get to experience these moments of just blissful joy, just happiness and contentment in a way that I didn't know was possible. You know, I'm not saying I am completely sinless, but I have moments where I am. Um, and I'm able to be so in, so immediately present in a moment without some selfish desire or selfishness creeping in that joy just is there. And I never knew that was possible for a person like me. I thought that was very... I thought it was unattainable for me. So, just a great opening line. Joy is to the sinless. You know, for so true joy, it comes to the sinless. So we have to do this work to get to these places. This next line is very curious. It's just four lot. It's just four words long. It says, the wise man knows. And I've had conversations with the, about that word, know, with people. And it might seem ridiculous to, to some, but to know is to not have to believe anymore, right? Like, it's not a, there's no, belief is when there's doubt, to know is beyond doubt, isn't it? Without doubt, though, you can never get to a knowing. Yeah, like knowing, doubt and belief have to coincide, and doubt must be worked through to get to the knowing, and the doubt has a purpose. Um, I, I, I do believe that in some capacities. Um, so, but when you can get to a point of knowing, when you can have confidence in your actions, confidence in the way you live your life, confidence in the way you conduct yourself and think, and and um, present yourself when you have that knowing that you are on steadfast, sturdy foundations and grounds because of your own character and integrity, because of doing this work, walking this spiritual life. When we can do that, we have a knowing about us. It's a depth of confidence that is unreachable, and it's not arrogance. It's just a solid state of being. It's unshakable confidence almost. 
if we had to use those terms. So the wise man knows. There is no believing. There's no trusting even. Those are good stepping stones to get to the destination of knowing. Such as such a bold statement. The wise man knows. I actually love that. I love that. Um, it goes on to say, for him, anxiety, fear, disappointment, and unrest have ceased. And under whatever condition or circumstance he may be placed, his calmness will not be broken. He will not bend and adjust everything. He, or excuse me, he will bend and adjust everything with capacity and wisdom. What a that, and I mean, that's, I guess, yeah, that's the expansion on that. The wise man knows, right? So they're talking about what that knowing is, right? In this, in this follow-up sentence. For him, anxiety, fear, disappointment, and unrest have ceased. Ceased. They are no more anxieties, fears, disappointments, and unrest. When you take our selfishness, our passions out of this, when you take those things out of our driving when you which really is changing again we're talking about this change of heart out from the heart is where all these motivations are born from when we are born from a place of love rather than fear all of these things cease the anxiety will cease it'll it'll suss its way out of your life it'll it'll remove itself the fear the disappointment the unrest will have ceased the discontentment with life will cease and you can get to a place like that. Which is pretty amazing, actually, at the end of the day. Unrest has ceased. And under whatever condition or circumstance he may be placed, his calmness will not be broken. That's pretty awesome. That is... There's so many people that try to practice that in immediate line right there. That they try to. There's a whole philosophies based around just that, which is important to realize because a lot of people, um, like stoicism, is a very big um, resurgence right now. For good reason, I believe. I think there's a lot of strength and a lot of. Um, a good uh, value in a Stoic practice. But that what this is talking about is Stoicism. What the, the goal of Stoicism is right here. The um, whatever, and under whatever condition or circumstance he may be placed, his calmness will not be broken. Right? That level-headedness, that knowing, that, um, that right frame of mind to take rational, logical, and correct actions is not broken. He will bend and adjust everything with capacity and wisdom. He will take the correct and appropriate actions. It won't be an impulsive uh, action. It won't be a passion-filled action, emotion-filled action. It will be wise and within his capacity to do so, which is really within his foundation, within his capabilities, right? Where and his appropriate level to do he doing something, right? Not overstepping 
where he shouldn't be overstepping what's owning what's his and doing and taking the appropriate actions here so what a great thing this is this is a what a it tells us right there I'll read the whole sentence again because it's just great. For him, anxiety, fear, disappointment, unrest have ceased. And under whatever condition or circumstance he may be, he may be placed, his calmness will not be broken. And he will bend and adjust everything with capacity and wisdom. The wise man knows. Nothing will cause him grief. Nothing will cause him grief. That's a huge statement. I have gone through a lot of grief in my life, and I understand a lot of it's because of my own personal desires and how I think life should be and how I, I picture my life being going forward. Who should be in it? What should be in it? How it should look, where it should be, right? Like, I have a lot of... Um, I have a lot of presupposed ideas of what I believe is right for me. And uh, that that is what causes us grief, that loss of, uh, from that frame. And I think he goes, this is where he talks about it next. When friends yield up the body of flesh, meaning when a friend dies, when a f friend physically dies, the body dies, he knows that they still are. And he does not sorrow over the shell they have discarded. What? A, that's strength right there. Man, that's power. So the grief is not ever engaged because the person is not ever gone. The person lives on. And however that looks like for you or your interpretation, maybe later on he'll give us a uh, understanding of what he means by that. You know, it should, should there be more behind it? But um, he knows that once, you, once you're not coming from a selfish place and you allow life to take its course... Then, when even the people leave your life through death, they're not really gone. They live through you. Their their energy is still here, or their their spirit's still alive in some capacities, in some ways, and that grief is unneeded. When you can detach from those physical representations, necessarily, kind of. He's, he's the body of flesh that rep we have associated with that person and understand that they are the spirit or the the um yeah the spirit within that body that that's running that brain that's running that body um you'll not mourn when that body of flesh that you expect to be there is gone you won't have the expectation because it's the person that's been behind it the whole time it's a pretty that's a huge promise. What a beautiful promise that is. What a um, calming, calming and um, consoling promise that is too, almost. He goes on to say, None can injure him, for he has identified himself with that which is unaffected by change. When you identify as your spirit rather than the physical representation and you remove your dependencies on these things external to us, you know, you can't be injured by anything. That's what he's saying here. When you identify with what is within your control, when you identify 
with your authentic true nature and true self and you're not relying on external things situations or people to define who you are or validate you we are unaffected by change and none can injure us all right so this is the last thing i read twice or earlier the knowledge which brings peace then is the knowledge of unchanging changeable principles arrived at by the practice of pure goodness which is righteousness becoming one with a man becomes immortal unchangeable and indestructible So the knowledge that brings this peace, then, these unchanging principles we talk about all the time, that I, I reference these, um, these principles and these laws, I, he, he talks about law of justice, law of truth and these things, but really, I, and I refer to them more as also the, the honesty and the love and the, um, the forgiveness, the justice, the, um, the, the courage, the hope, the faith the service, all of these things as well, all right? When those unchangeable principles we have arrived at by the practice of pure goodness, when we're, being, when we're practicing goodness, which manifests in righteousness. So when we have the knowledge of these unchanging principles and they become one with which a man, when... Knowledge of an unchanging principle is arrived at by the practice of pure goodness becoming one with which a man becomes immortal, unchangeable, and indestructible. When we attach ourselves to these principles rather than these physical representations of, or, the, or these physical entities or whatever it is, these um, external pleasures to ourselves, these... Um, the sins of this world, we could say, the the um, the lusts, the passions. When we become one with these principles, a man becomes immortal, unchangeable, and indestructible. The knowledge of these principles brings peace. Sorry, the way this whole thing was worded was um, difficult to string it together. But So thanks for going through this with me here. But, so the knowledge which brings peace is the association, the merging of a man with these unchangeable principles. And when a man is defined by unchangeable principles, he becomes immortal, unchangeable, and indestructible. A calm, unwavering. Steadfast, strong, resilient. All of these great words that we all strive to be. I think that's what, I don't think there's a human life that doesn't strive to be rooted in strength and power. And we arrive at this merging. We merge this when man and principle merge and the merge in the practice and action we take in the practice of goodness and righteousness.
just a fantastic thing. Achievable thing, too. There's hope right there. I know we're running long. The last thing it says here is peace is to the pure. Peace is attainable, but we have to live it. We have to practice it, and we have to grow in it. This is not a simple life. This is not a easy choice in the beginning. It gets easier with practice, but it is a beautiful one. And the promise of peace it says, Joy is to the sinless, peace is to the pure. Joy and peace, two pretty big things I would love to have in my life. And I, and I do get in my life these days, which is a blessing I, beyond comprehension. Which I am eternally grateful for. So, uh, I, I appreciate everyone sticking on with me for 21 minutes. I know I, I usually... They've been getting longer and longer. The The more we talk about this stuff, the more it gets connected and the more um, things I have to um, pull the pieces in together, right? And uh, so uh, I know they're getting lengthy. I'll, I'll make an effort to trim them down um, going forward and get them back to at least 15 minutes. But uh, there was so much great stuff in this. There's, there's the the knowing, the, the, the strength, the the freedom from anxiety, fear, disappointment, all of these things. Just it's great stuff to talk about today. So um, thank you all so much uh, for sticking with me today. And it was a great reading for the, the world we live in right now. So um, I'll look forward to tomorrow, March 24th. And until next time, thanks. Mm -hmm.